0: Hello, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Last Christian. This is our Bible study show, so we're going to have a whole lot of fun. And another thing for this week is I promise not to melt your brain this week. Because we're going to talk about somewhat normal thing, but I do like those wild things that actually prove the existence of God beyond recognition. But as always, we have our co-host, uh, J.D. Williams. J.D., welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you, David. It's good to be here. And uh, like I always tell you, when we first start, I'm going to try to keep my mouth shut. And you know how well that works. <laughs> so
0: uh, I think and, that's just kind uh, of a tagline I, I don't think you really mean that
1: <laughs> I don't I don't I, I just ask stupid questions and, and and you always give me the right answer so uh, anyway sir uh, I'm not I'm no, not gonna I like hold you. I'm not gonna hold you <laughs> up I, I just want to get right to it because we really do need to get into our weekly uh, comprehensive Bible study with Bible prophecy Mm -hmm. teacher and scholar, Mr. David Paxton. Uh, One quick thing, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, make sure that you hit that subscribe button, hit the little bell, let them know whenever a new video appears out there. And, of course, uh, leave your comments. It really helps us out. YouTube is our smallest outlet. We want to see it grow. So uh, with that, David, it is now all yours, sir. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, let's make that happen. Okay, so um, let's start at the beginning again, Uh, Genesis 1. Verses 1 and 2, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Okay, so we, we talked about it before where it's um, that is a, the English rendition of it, but it's slightly different in the Hebrew. And it's more like while God was beginning to create the heavens and the earth and everything, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as he was making it, it was formless and void. So it has a picture of him making it. Uh, And how did he do that? Well, he said, let there be light. And that's what created everything. That's what gave everything substance. And then the spirit moved upon the face of the waters or the deep. So we saw in there uh, basically two concepts of chaos and order. So it shows before everything was created, it was just chaos. And we see that in from darkness to light. That's why he says the evening was there the first day and all. And then he said, you know, the darkness he called night, the light he called day. And even the terms ever and boker are uh, terms that mean basically there was chaos and there was order in the original, but it came to mean evening and then morning because of the implications that they had. So it's really interesting. But what I wanted to do is uh, switch over and actually talk about uh, some other insights that I found with other commentaries, because it's always good to look and this. This is how you learn these things and you get little bits and pieces from all over the place. I have um, I have a, a Bible study. Uh, program called uh, you know it's PC study Bible Bible soft makes it and um, it's a little bit older but it still has all the stuff in it that I had before. But it's so incredible. But unfortunately, they they stopped making it, I think. So maybe they'll mm. come back and make it again. But okay. well, you can go to BibleSoft.com and see if they still have it. But there's other ones that are out there. There's logos uh, and Word and the Blue Letter Bible is phenomenal. Where you can actually look up these things. So that's what I use. And when I find a verse, I'll do what's called the, uh, the Treasury of Scripture Knowledge. And what that does, it actually brings up anything that's related to the content in that verse, all right? So if it's talking about uh, the deep, all right, so I'll go in there and click on the word the deep, it'll bring up a handful of verses that are also talking about the deep, Mm -hmm. whether it is the actual word, the deep, or just the concept and the topic. So it's basically a, a topical study and that's very helpful because sometimes the exact word is not in there. So when you use a concordance, you don't always find the verses. But the treasury of Scripture knowledge is like having a um, a chain reference Bible sitting in front of you, except the computer does it and it'll, it'll go right yeah, through everything, yeah. give you the entire list. So, along with that, I could just click on the verse and say, "Give me all the commentaries that I have, which have this verse in it." Wow, I okay. can't tell you how
1: <laughs> wonderful that is. Yeah, I, I agree with you that.
0: Know, you and I back in the day—I mean, remember that that Strong's Concordance? It was, oh, it, was yeah. like this program, oh. it was like a <laughs> cinder block.
1: <laughs> I've, I've still got—I've still got a couple. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was—I was like the man when I got that, and then uh, I got the Interlinear Bible. Man, I treated that thing like it was gold. You open it up, and it had all <laughs> the Hebrew in there. No, it's like it's all over the place. Oh yeah, it's on yeah. my phone. Oh, yeah,
1: right. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm waiting on uh, what is that U um, version or whatever? Um, uh, I've got that. Yeah, U version. Yeah, they're, I'm, they're I'm getting better and better. Yeah, I'm waiting on it to come out with something like that. It it hadn't yet. And the same the same thing with uh, Bible you know Gateway.
0: I don't know if U version is going to do that. I think their whole M O is to make it easy to access for people. Yeah. Where I am the nerd. <laughs> and i have to find out everything and that's why the blue letter bible comes in handy and there's you know it's called it's like 1200 dollars for this program and um I tell because brother, it has man. so much in it and is so tied together because yeah. you're literally buying those books yeah i have over a thousand books which it will instantly search for any topic you're looking for and bring up all the references which saves oh my goodness you don't know how well, much time
1: okay well I've, I've got i've got to ask you something right off the top here. Why did, uh, I mean, we've we've been on this study now for a while, you know, and we've been on mm-hmm. Genesis uh one, 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 two for a while. Mm-hmm. When and why did, uh, what was, was a change made from the original text that has all this stuff? And, you know, you've gone through it. I mean, you, you know, step by step, exactly the way this is laid out. Why didn't that make it? In the in the uh, Bible that we see today, do you, do you have an answer a, for that, or is it yeah, just really laziness time. or what?
0: Kind of. I mean, when um, so it just get, you ever heard the term "lost in translation." Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, but this is what happens. Everything gets lost in translation, and someone tries to make a quick version, and they don't really parse it out that well. But when you go back and you like Paul was. Incredible, how did he find the rapture in the old testament? Yeah, he's like, Oh, yeah, here it is, blah, 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 blah. and that's exactly uh, <laughs> what he does. Yeah, yeah I got you, okay. you know. And uh, but that's just from years and years of mm-hmm. study and then in, in, mm-hmm. studying other Gamaliel, okay. um, and just being a Pharisee of Pharisees, basically, he just lived in the books,
1: right? right. And, which you know, is that, really what we're supposed had, to do. That's
0: what I'd be doing today too. Yeah,
1: I just fixed it and say that that is exactly what God says we we should do is make sure we read that Bible every day. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, and in looking, he actually found that his his forefather Benjamin uh wrote in his prophecy. Check this out. So all all the 12 patriarch fathers of of sons of uh Jacob wrote prophecies for their for their lineage. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Benjamin wrote specifically that one of his sons, when the Messiah comes, will be the apostle for the Gentiles. Oh, okay. And okay. that's precisely why Paul says, I am the apostle to uh-huh, the Gentiles. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. But he wouldn't have known that if he didn't read it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're right on that. Oops. So go ahead. That's where Paul is. Um, And that's where they were back then. So the translations got lost over the years. And I start to think of uh, William Tyndale was the first guy to translate it into English, and uh, he got the whole New Testament done. And then he was partially through um, the Old Testament. And then they decided, oh, you translate into English. We're going to have to kill you. So they burned him at the stake. He was executed for translating the Bible into English. Oh, wow. OK, so then
1: a, just out of curiosity, what what was so bad about that? I, I just don't understand.
0: Well, they didn't want it. You, you got to remember the church all through history. And I'm going to pull some of this up too. Okay. All through history, wanted to be in control ever mm-hmm. since the Nicene Council. Um, they really didn't want the people to know what the truth was. Mm. They, and they told people like, oh, yeah, you have to give all your money to the church if you want to be saved. Meanwhile, you know, they're. Living large and laughing easy. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, they would make up doctrines, they would sell indulgences, they would mm-hmm. they would say, Oh, you have to come to the priest because they wanted to know all the juicy gossip that was mm-hmm. going around town. Mm-hmm. Value. And, yeah. So all these things, if if you had it translated into a language the people could read would destroy their false kingdom, mm-hmm. okay, their their false church that they had. And you could read all about the churches in the book of Revelation. And that's another um,
1: example of every time somebody tries to stop the word of God,
0: the word of God wins out. Correct. Because then from there, a couple of his buddies, uh, Cloverdale and Matthews, I think. Yeah, they they took what he had and they went and finished it. So a few mm-hmm. years later, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Let me see. Here we mm-hmm. go. Um the Tyndale was 1534, Cloverdale was 1535. So it was like, oh, you're going to burn my buddy. I'm going to finish your form. Then Matthews <laughs> came out in 1537 and then they put it all together and they called it the Great Bible in uh, uh, 1539. Okay. okay, now it was starting to get out there and the Bible was like, okay, the people are starting to read this. Mm-hmm. And then and they made the Geneva Bible in 1560. Mm, mm-hmm. and so like, re- like real quick succession and what happened is uh remember king henry the eighth henry the eighth i am i am.
1: <laughs> i read about him in history yeah go ahead
0: yeah yeah so you weren't around back then that's good yeah so henry the eighth <laughs> is like we need to make an authorized version because uh. you guys have too many versions mm-hmm. and trying to control things so henry the eighth he made the authorized version called the Bishop's Bible. Um, and then they used that. Or oh, okay. was that the Great Bible? Okay. Um, it, so he used that, and then they then the Catholic end of the church, because some of the people in England were still Catholic, some of them were Protestant, and a lot of them were Calvinists. Mm-hmm. So they're all arguing. So <laughs> King Jimmy comes along, and he's a little <laughs> light in the loafers to begin with, if you know what I mean. So Uh, Jimmy's there, he writes a book on demonology. So for all you who love your King James Version, go get his book on demons. uh, Huh? Yeah. And then then tell me how how anointed and and (laughs) inspired the King James is. But anyway, so he's like, okay, everybody get everything together, but I wanna make my own version Mm -hmm. so he can be the wonderful king that came out with the authorized version. It was literally the only version they were allowed to read which is why all these other Bibles were they, they, they kind of fell into obscurity. Mm-hmm. However, the Puritans left because they're like, we ain't having none of that. Yeah. They took the Geneva Bible and said, This is what we believe is correct, and they shipped over here to the United States, which yeah. or the New World as it was to them back then. Right. And they used the Geneva Bible and they refused to use the King James.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's that's kind of like the Catholic the Catholic Church, and what's the other one that that's the British version of the Catholic Church? I Can't remember the name uh, of well, it. Well,
0: the Douay Rhymes is the Catholic version, and then they have the uh, the Presbyterian Church.
1: Presbyterian, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which
0: is yeah for the presbytery. That's a, another Greek word. Um, basically, it's a you know like a servant at church. Yeah, but now all well, the servants of church today, bishop and elder and all that. Um, and I think, they servants.
1: I think I lost interest in that in that stuff when I lost interest in the royal family. You know, because mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. really care less about what they're doing over there. That's just my personal opinion. Go, go ahead, David. I'm sorry.
0: But even way before this, John Wycliffe made one in like 1382 through 95. He was actually writing. That book. That one, it was a couple hundred years earlier, but there's just no way in the world you can read that. The English is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can even like, imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I can't even read it. The <laughs> and, and the spelling and the earth he clipped it and generous tajidi the waters, the seas. <laughs>
1: like, wait. What? <laughs> they obviously didn't they, have they a made of yeah. Oh, here, here, earth. here's
0: the Wycliffe one. Okay. in the beginning. Now he's B-I-G-Y-N-N-Y-N-G. That's beginning. God made of naught, heaven, oh, or not even heaven. They didn't have the V back then. It was heaven <laughs> and earth. So he made naught. He made of naught the heaven and earth. That's crazy. Uh, that's
1: beautiful. It's,
0: okay, it's cool to have, but. Uh, Probably spend more time it, laughing
1: is. at it than reading it, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, so along the way, you know, people like oh, the you know, the King James, and people don't know this either. The 1611 is different than the 1769 version of the King James. They kind of modernized the the English, and um, they took out some words that were not allowed to say today because they meant to strike to yeah. strike something. Okay. 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 Um, I can't. I can't say it because it's a family show. But like that's what yeah. it meant earlier. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. I got you. Okay. Um, now that's kind of like what yeah. Biden did. Uh, president Biden uh, called Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu a pain in his, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You mean the one who is not competent to stand trial, but <laughs> yeah. competent to be the president? Right. Okay. That one. Yeah. That's the guy oh goodness gracious all right so the the translations they lose a lot of vim and vigor along the way because now it's the authorized version this is what you're allowed to read okay Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. this is what we tell you it says yeah yeah okay that's why you don't see all of this that's why you literally have to go back to the original versions and you got to study like paul did even some of the um you know the ancient rabbis They got the idea, even though they missed the Messiah, they Mm -hmm. still got the idea from uh, the Old Testament, what we call the Old Testament, their uh, Tanakh, um, about how there's deeper meanings. They believe, just like there's ten dimensions we talked about, Mm -hmm. they believe there's ten different levels of meaning within the words because they were literally written by the finger of God.
1: Right, right.
0: So if you have that kind of respect for it, you're just going to find these things because he hid them in there on purpose. Right. Exactly. Yes. Because he said, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and see honor of kings to search it out. Isn't that fun and exciting? Yes. Yes, I like that. Oh. I like king stuff.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> as long as it's not British, have... I like king stuff.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, the we he's going to be the real monarch. Right. Because we right. live in a monarchy, the King yes. Jesus. Yes. So if you live with that heart and that mentality of, I really want to know what this says, God will show you. He says, ask Mm -hmm. of me and I'll show you everything. Yeah. Well, you got to want it. He's not just going to cast his pearls before swine.
1: Right. Right. And that's something I don't think people understand enough. I really don't. I mean, all the time, and I think that you uh, see this as much as I do. I hear people say, well, I asked God for this and I asked God for that and nothing happened. And my question, is always, well, when's the last time you asked him for something, or when, we you know, when is the last time you prayed?
0: Well, hey, when was I, the last time I, you talked to him without asking for no, something?
1: I didn't. I didn't need. Him. I didn't need him then. I need him now. Yeah. Uh or, or are you a Christian? Uh, I, I believe in God. No, well, that's not the question I ask you. Yeah, so is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you know, a, a lot of that is, is another show, David. But it, it should yep. uh, put some some seeds in people's minds as to what uh will work and what will absolutely never work okay
0: yep. go ahead and you can check out i have a series on uh generational contracts and if if you listen to that on the youtube at hidden day on youtube you Where, find okay. that can, series can, in, can you
1: give that uh, address on that is that www dot yeah. the hidden
0: com. okay backslash at hidden day Okay. And then you'll get my channel. You can get generational contracts, one of the playlists on there. And you will find out exactly why your prayers are not getting answered. Right. And you'll know what to do about that. Amen. Yes, you will. Go ahead, David. The, the, I mean, the, the bottom line is you don't have a relationship with God, and he gave you a, a contract, and you need to learn how to execute that contract. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And that, that's all over the word, but it's all spelled out there. Right now we're still on Genesis chapter 1. <laughs> So the, um, so along those lines of the translations and all that, people along the way have written commentaries on it. So today I figured let's pull up a couple of these commentaries and see what they have to say about Genesis 1-1 in case we missed anything. Mm-hmm. So um, the first one that stood out for me is called the Apologetics Study Bible. And uh, I'll just read this uh, verbatim real quick. And says this creation story has been interpreted in various ways. Some Christians believe a time gap exists between these verses with verse one referring to God's initial creative act and verse two describing a world plunged into chaos and darkness. So that's where the gap theory comes from. Mm -hmm. Um, Possibly through the expulsion of Satan from heaven. Only later in the chapter does God choose to create human beings in verse 27. And according to this gap theory, millions of years could have passed between verses one and two. Okay, Now, this is where it struck me, because we did talk about the gap theory, but I want to show you where it came from. Okay. So we'll continue with the study Bible. and says, using similar logic, the followers of the New Age movement who believe in the existence of a lost continent of Atlantis place the rise and fall of the ancient civilization between verses 1 and 2. Mm. Edgar Cayce, known as the Sleeping Prophet— <laughs> taught that Atlantis existed 10 million years ago and was inhabited by spirit beings. After a cataclysmic destruction, chaos and darkness, (laughs) the spirits of the inhabitants eventually took up residence in the bodies of Adam and Eve and the others who populated God's new creation in verse 27. Thus, all earthlings originally resided in Atlantis. I didn't know
1: Joe Biden was around back then.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's how much sense that makes, right? Yeah. So... That's where this concept of the gap theory came from. <laughs> That's, That's why this struck me. It's like, wait a minute, this gap theory. And here's Christians using it. So if you are a Christian and you're kind of leaning in that direction, mm-hmm. I understand your parsing of the language. I understand he says became formless and void. Mm. But the, the word is it can also be translated equally as a king to be. Right. So when he made it, it was formless <laughs> and void. Not yeah. It became after an event. Right. Okay. Right and it shows that he anything goes from chaos to order it has to be god doing the work Amen. so when you see entropy it goes backwards that is not god right. so you can't have evolution because it has to be god if it's going from chaos to order so if you come from a rock you know then or even a, a fish or a monkey you're <laughs> retarded because <laughs> it can't get better from there you can't get can't have order out of it unless God is doing it and adding information. Yeah. Okay, so that that's what really struck out uh, struck out yeah. to I'm me. I'm not
1: a, I'm not a fan of this gap theory thing. I'm just not. Yeah,
0: and that <laughs> this this is why it's a new age kind of a thought, you know, yeah. which is clearly demonic and evil spiritish. All right, yeah. so the before the first half is out, I want to read these three verses here that also corroborate because remember if we're going to have something he's going to write it in a few different places think of um think of a 3d image a hologram a hologram you can take a like pieces out and you'll still have a picture of the whole image right okay that's how god made the bible kind of like a 3d hologram okay whereas you can can take verses out here and there but you're still going to have that concept right I could take verses that you could take all the rapture verses out that you see. I'm um, rep this and that and the other, mm-hmm. but the rapture is still in there. You can see salvation, it's still in there. You can see that Jesus is God Almighty. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you try and take out, which is what the um, the Nestle Hort versions have tried to do, is take mm-hmm. out the deity of Christ. That's why mm-hmm. I like the Texas. Um it doesn't matter. It's still in there yeah. because it's it's a entwined 3D holographic image. So I always look for the other verses that corroborate the story. And just like um, if you're bringing a case to court, you want corroborating evidence. Mm -hmm. Hey, I get that. Yeah, the gun was in his car, but what else do you have? Yeah. Well, we have the bullets that were on there. We have his fingerprints on the gun. Mm -hmm. We have his phone showing him in that house at that time. So, okay, that's corroborating evidence. Mm -hmm. We need that. So we're gonna look at Hebrews 11.3. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the Word of God, so that what is seen mm-hmm. was made out of things are not made out of things which are visible. So it's made out of things that are invisible. Mm-hmm. That's so we have that here. Think, think that what is seen was not made out of things that were visible. So it's implying everything was made out of something invisible, and that right. would be God's light and word. Mm-hmm. Okay, going forth, and is prepared by the word of God. And then, and we read in John chapter one, the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. So here we got corroborating evidence about the beginning creation in Hebrews. Mm-hmm. We go to John one three and five. That's where we were. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was a light of men, and light shines in the darkness. Remember? Mm-hmm. Dark light. Mm-hmm. And the darkness comprehended it not. So it it perceived it. The darkness did not know what to do is really what that means.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, because it, if, I mean, you add light, you're adding light. Right. I, you, can't, you can't add darkness.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. And
0: then Romans 4.17 is... As it is written, the Father of many nations have I made you. In the presence of him whom he had believed, even God, who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. So of three mm-hmm. different angles of corroborating evidence that it was mm-hmm. Almighty God that created this, literally out of an invisible stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I still don't get how anybody can possibly think that you know nothing came about i mean i understand evolution okay and people Mm -hmm. you know people jump all over about evolution okay well i'm number one i didn't come from a monkey i want to make that clear now maybe Mm -hmm. somebody out there thinks that they did and if so well congratulations okay but um i don't believe that i do believe that things evolve over time uh in different adapt so it's uh, be careful because yeah, they, uh, they try trying to
0: get you to use that word "evolve," but it's really adapt.
1: Right, you know, and that that I, that I believe in. I do not believe in evolution as was described by whoever, whatever idiot came up with that. Hey, uh, I,
0: I get this. Darwin himself did not believe in abiogenesis, mm. but they don't tell you that. Okay, Darwin <laughs> himself was like, yeah. if, "Listen, if anybody finds out this little cell is complicated, my theory's out the window." Yeah. And yeah. that's what we found in the 50s was it's extremely complicated. It's yeah. more complicated than an entire city, and it can replicate <laughs> itself in, in like an out. So,
1: yeah. hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it, it's, it, it's an excuse for people not to do what they're supposed to do. That's all it is, mm-hmm. honestly.
0: All right, so take us out of the first half, bro. All right,
1: well, we are coming to the first the end of the first half of the of the show today. And, of course, I'm always happy to have David here. Um, he has studied this for over 40 years. And so to be able to uh, pick his mind is is a wonderful opportunity, and I hope you guys will take advantage of it each and every week, uh, no matter where you're listening to us. By the way, uh, if you uh, would like to see these in visual form, you can always go to www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net, and uh, that'll give you the links to get uh, the video form. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, again, be sure and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we want to grow it if we can. Uh, we're doing pretty good everywhere, everywhere else on uh, more than 60 radio stations, no matter what, DB, DAB, Internet, uh, shortwave, whatever you want to call them. Um, about 2 million listen to us uh, on each show. So we'd love to have you join us. If you're on a radio station you'd like to have us, well, get in touch. That's uh, office at ustreamit.net. Okay, um, we will be back with the second half of the show right after a quick break.
2: From Feature Story News in London. I'm Julia Chapman. Israel has raided Gaza's largest remaining hospital where it says Hamas members were hiding, which the group denies. The IDF says several suspects have been arrested during its operation at the Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunus. It comes as Israeli airstrikes are intensifying in and around Rafah in southern Gaza. Amid reports displaced Palestinians are beginning to flee the area, which was once declared a safe zone. Sarah Coates has more from Tel Aviv. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is vowing to press ahead with this offensive into Rafah amid widespread international concern for the some 1.5 million displaced Palestinians who are sheltering there. Australia, Canada and New Zealand just the latest to issue a statement saying they're gravely concerned warning Israel against the offensive, adding a ceasefire is urgently needed. Ukraine says Russia carried out missile attacks across several regions of the country in the early hours of Thursday. At least 11 people were injured and several homes, schools and other civilian infrastructure was damaged as a result of the strikes. Megumi Lim reports from Kyiv. Air raid sirens blared out across Ukraine in the early hours of Thursday as Russia launched missiles at multiple regions of the country. Ukraine's Air Force said it shot down 13 out of the 26 missiles of various types launched by Russia. The attack hit an industrial area of the southern Zaporizhia region, injuring at least six people. In the western city of Lviv, missiles hit an infrastructure facility, and the blast wave damaged apartment buildings, two schools, and a kindergarten nearby. Air defense systems were able to shoot down all missiles flying towards Kiev and the Kiev region. Megumilim in Kiev The UK economy is in recession. It's the first time that's happened since the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. Official figures show the economy contracted 0.3% in the final quarter of last year after GDP fell 0.1% the three months before. Stuart Smith reports.
0: The opposition Labour Party says the Prime Minister's promise to grow the economy is in tatters on the back of this news, but the governing Conservative Party points to previous Bank of England forecasts that the falling growth could have been a lot worse, so Finance Minister Jeremy Hunt says the right response is to stick to the plan of cutting taxes on work and business. The UK economy has stagnated for around two years, though the Organisation for Economic Cooperation and Development predicts growth will be up 0.7 per cent by the end of this year and up by 1.2% by the end of 2025. It says that's better than peers like France and Germany but worse than predictions for Spain, Canada and Australia. Stuart Smith, London.
2: From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN
0: all right welcome back to the second half again i told you it's not going to be so mind melting today so we're having a lot of fun i know jd we were in the first half uh we got into a little bit of translation stuff and and why this uh isn't really found in the bible and um we discovered that you know 1500s into the 1600s they kind of dumbed down the english because they only wanted you to believe so much but so many people were translating it into English that they had to make their authorized version. Oh, no, no. This is the one uh, that you have to read in the churches. They, it yeah. was literally you would get jailed if you read any other version in the church, yeah. which is why all the churches have it. Imagine well, that man, today.
1: Got, here's, a, here, here's an off-the-wall question. You know I love coming up with off-the-wall questions. It says in the Bible that you know, nothing is for private interpretation. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So how come we've got five thousand different versions of the Bible?
0: Well, today it's because of copyright laws and making money.
1: Okay. Makes sense. Okay.
0: Okay. So that so they make it and they're like, Oh, I could do this, I could do that. Was Mm -hmm. it was in the eighteen hundreds, did you have uh, Nestle's, you got Westcott, you got Hort, you had a bunch of agnostics who claimed to be Greek scholars and mm. said, Oh, I'm going to translate this correctly for you. Yeah, okay. But the problem was, they're, they're Gnostics. Right. So they took out the deity of Christ, you'll you'll notice that one thing the King James is is Texas Recepticus, which is the handed down ver- basically is the versions they had um, from a long time ago, along the way, people took different verses out. So these, these translators went back and said oh we found this other version which is older mm, well yeah the mm-hmm. reason it's older is they threw it out a hundred years before this other one <laughs> that's why it's told it okay well because like i said it was, it was just a, a, it was just
1: an off the wall question because you know i'm i'm always i'm you know you've seen me do it on the show i'll say you know well my interpretation whoops well, i didn't mean to say interpretation you know it's my opinion <laughs> uh that that's the reason i asked the question that's the only reason so okay
0: yeah and, i mean it's a good one so yeah. and that's Again, that's the reason we go back to corroboration. Mm-hmm. All right, we want to interpret the Bible with the Bible. Yes, not right. not with an interpretation. We can look elsewhere to get insights. Mm-hmm. Okay, but ultimately, it's got to pan out in the Word. Okay, okay? and that's we're gonna, actually going to do that today. We're going to look uh, into another book for insight, which many actually consider uh, scripture, and and many don't. Okay, so yeah. it's really up to you. But if nothing else, it's, it's your historical. show. It's your
1: show, David. This yeah. is your show of the week. You do what you want to do with it, and I'm just going to sit back and learn from you.
0: Can I sing and dance?
1: Uh, no, you can't do that. It's the only thing oh, I'm okay. going to put up. Okay,
0: all right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> ultimate. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's like my buddy asked me last week. He says, "Listen, can you sing on a hill far away?" <laughs> I uh. sure can. It's a good <laughs> then Go do it. Uh, how about how about uh, can you sing solo? Oh solo boy! I can't hear you. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Oi! So those are my dad jokes. You like it? Okay. All hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, we we, we can go right. on so with dad jokes for hours. I,
1: I I got a bunch of them. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: uh thomas l constable so this was this was interesting to me because this is kind of along the lines of what i did so his he these are his notes on the bible so i'll kind of read this too on um it says verse two probably describes what we now call earth before god gave it form and filled it okay i like that who's where's that noise coming from (laughs) the um Here, earth refers to the whole planet through the same English word, also refers to earth and the heavens when combined with heaven, verse one to dry land. So, no clear biblical text testifies to the origins of chaos or of the serpent, nor the reason for their existence. So, that's interesting to me because mm-hmm. chaos was there. It's just every, yeah, so it's not there's no origins. Of chaos, mm-hmm. but we are going to look and see the origins of of the Nachash or the serpent, okay. or because that serpentile it's it's a seraphim angel or and then well who knew, we know as Satan today was mm-hmm. called Lucifer because they that actually was a good word it was the bright and shining one and mm-hmm. he was a covering for the throne he was there to mm-hmm. protect it but then he's like hey why aren't people worshiping me and boom he, he was uh, done yeah.
1: <laughs> um even the got out of his mouth. Good, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, you thought that you're done, <laughs> right? So, but what is the origin of chaos? Well, no, chaos is just there, mm-hmm. really. So he talks about that. Then he talks about the deep, which is to home that we talked about. Uh, it describes the world. The Old Testament to home refers to the ocean, which or the abyss in the Greek okay, right. or abuso, which means without a bottom. Okay which the ancient world regarded as a symbolic of chaos mm. and evil mm. that needed to be needed overcoming and which Yahweh overcame. However, its use in the Pentateuch, the five first five books, helps us understand the writer's intent. All right, so he talks about that. He calls the uh, global ocean the deep. Uh, and it's not apparent in the English translation is formless, but in the notes it's wasteland as well remember like the who okay. the Teenage wasteland okay so formless and void gives what he's saying is it, it gives the impression of a wasteland okay, okay. all right because moses uses this term in, in deuteronomy thirty two ten. he says he found him he found him in a desert land and the waste howling wilderness he led him about and instructed him and kept him as the apple of his eye. So there it is. The, the, the desert waste howling wilderness mm-hmm. is the idea of formless in verse 2 um, that he was talking about. So that's interesting to me. Yes. Waters is also capable of being interpreted the same way as the deep. Now, remember when we spoke about the letter Mem and we talked about Shamaim. All right, because and the word with the the Greek, uh, excuse me, the Hebrew pictograms spelled separation of water from water Mm -hmm. because Mm of the Mem. Mem is our M and it symbolizes waves. Okay. Also gives the impression of chaos. Like when he says there'd be no more sea in Revelation. Mm -hmm. He says, oh, I saw the throne. It was crystal and there'll be no more sea. Well, that's mm-hmm. what he meant. There'll be no more chaos.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right? That's what it meant. When when he talks about the the seas and the nations being chaos, he talks about them being on the seas. Mm-hmm. So the Hebrew gives the impression of its chaos. So that's when we see waters as chaos. And that's what he's saying here as well. So this is corroborating evidence for that. Um, and we learned that it was formless and empty. And this was called... See, what's another interesting to me is... Um, figures of speech because i like to say i take the bible literally then people say oh what do you mean jesus was a door no (laughs) that's a figure of speech it literally means in the metaphorical sense Mm -hmm. he is the only way right to get to the father he is the way the truth and the life he is the only door right okay the entrance way so in in the fact that we understand um metaphors and figures of speech we understand that the bible is is a hundred percent accurate and literal right where people will still take one verse and they'll say oh look that's that's just an allegory well not necessarily
1: well because just just to jump in and don't lose your thought there but i want to make this clear uh I was taught early on in my Bible study, once when I became a Christian for real, not not the fake version of me that was yeah. early on in my life, that you really, you don't just pick one verse out of the Bible and then mm-hmm. uh, throw your own understanding to that. You've got to look at what comes before it, and you've got to look at what comes after it for it mm-hmm. to really um, be true and make sense to you. Mm-hmm. That was it. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs>
0: Okay, good. And you do and you have to have everything in context, and you got to get corroborating evidence. And you got to understand there's over 200 figures of speeches that are used mm-hmm. in the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's how God gets his point across. Okay. Makes okay. Sense. So while they are literal, there are also figures of speech that are used. Uh, so we we have to really understand what they are, and why and formless mm-hmm. and empty is a a figure of speech in the fact that it's called a hendiades and that one is where you use two separate words with like an and okay Mm. formless and empty okay it's two words because it's a more powerful description than it was like it was just a formless emptiness Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. doesn't have that it was formless and empty so it has a bit of an emphasis yeah uh it's like um And cause, Uh, like, good and plenty. Yeah. Okay. Andy. Yeah. So, good and plenty is much more descriptive than goodly plentiful. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. It's good and plenty. Makes sense. It is formless and empty. So. That's that's what the, this was a H- Hendiades, <laughs> and I probably butchered that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you said it, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see that as well, and that's what we see from all of these things. Now we're putting these things together, and he was emphasizing that, hey, this was this was literally completely empty. It had no form. It had nothing. Mm-hmm. All right. It started out as nothing. The chaos that's there. And then he formed it into something. Yeah. Okay. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. So we've read uh, Deuteronomy 32.10. Now check this out. Isaiah 45.18 says, For thus says Yahweh, who created the heavens, he is the God who formed the earth and made it. So there's a hendiadys as well. Mm-hmm. He formed the earth and made it. Mm-hmm. Okay. He established it and did not create it a waste place, but formed it to be inhabited. Mm-hmm. This is our matrix that we exist in. This is where we live. It formed it to be inhabited. Mm-hmm. Okay. The time-space continuum. I am the Lord, and there is none else. And same thing in Jeremiah 4.23. Again, corroborating evidence. I looked on the earth, and behold, it was formless and void, mm-hmm. and to the heavens, and they had no light. Mm-hmm. So this is Jeremiah, mm-hmm. kind of given the same scenario. Yeah, there was there was light to dark. Okay, mm-hmm. well the darkness was or darkness to light, mm-hmm. darkness was fur, so that it was formless and void, and there was no light. So he's yeah. talking about that same idea again and bringing it. And then um, so we see the hen diadiz <laughs> playing out there and how it mm-hmm. actually. Really gives a, a a meaning. So, therein lies a refutation to to abiogenesis and evolution right by itself, because mm-hmm. it could not come from nothing on its own. And they'll right. say, "Oh, where did the Big Bang come from? Oh, it was a singularity. A, sing- a singularity of what? Of what? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So basically, you're saying it was nothing. A singularity mm-hmm. is nothing. So yeah. your God is nothing. Yeah because That's, your God created everything. And then when you die, you go back to being nothing. You go back to your God. So you have a religion. <laughs> so you you, you you think that my idea is dumb, that somebody smart actually designed all this. You're telling me it just designed itself out of nothing. Yeah.
1: That takes a lot more faith to believe, that idiocy, yeah. than it does you know, to believe in, the,
0: yeah.
1: in the almighty God. It takes a special sense
0: of mental retardation to actually believe it. <laughs> Uh, How could you possibly believe that? It came out of nothing. Yeah. It's exploded. Yeah. First, that's, it was nothing, and then it yeah. exploded. Yeah. Nobody's I mean, ever
1: going to sell me that.
0: Yeah. Well, can you, where did God come from? He's eternal. You're not going to understand that. Okay? Right, right. Well, that's a, you, your magic sky fairy. Well, you got one. You got nothing. <laughs> so what, what's the difference here? I, mine just happened to be smart and loves me. Yours yeah. is
1: nothing. Yeah, mine's real and yours not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pretty clean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll find out in the end. I said, "Listen, you're going to die, and you're going to face him. Well, you you want to take the chance? I mean, Mm. if you're right, you got nothing to lose because he's nothing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I wouldn't risk it. But they still
0: don't. And it all comes back to Romans chapter one and two, and he said he gave them over because they did not want to acknowledge God. Mm -hmm. So he says, "I'm going to make these people believe the stupidest things." Yeah. I, that's literally what he's saying in Romans i gave them up and and they think, yeah. they think they're wise and mm-hmm. they're just fools yeah. you know cuz they're making up all this stuff and and changing every year but that that's what happened it's not a matter of understanding mm-hmm. so we're like how could you not understand no god god blinded them because their heart is evil yeah Oh. that's the problem. Because if someone's honest and say, well, I want—I well, really do want to know if there is a God or mm-hmm. if there isn't. I just want to know yes or no, as opposed to I refuse to believe there's a God mm-hmm. at all. It's got to be sincere. That's what they're doing now.
1: It has to be sincere, yeah. David. They, they've yeah, got to sincerely. Really yeah, right. And
0: if they do that, God will make himself very much visible. 100%. Yeah. Because that's thats precisely what I did. Right. I said, okay, listen, I don't know. You tell me. If you're there, prove it. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, meant to you know, it was a little sarcastic, but it was still sincere,
1: real. still real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And but it's always, always, always the people who just will not acknowledge God. And that's pans out in now what they found, that it's impossible to have a biogenesis, that it had to be created. Mm-hmm. Then they don't go to God. They go to aliens seated <laughs> us here. <laughs>
1: Uh, Okay. Yeah, that's a great old standby. Yeah, that's a great (laughs) standby. Yeah,
0: (laughs) well, we're back to the same problem. Yeah, okay. Yep, 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 yep. All right, so we'll move along from from that. We'll move right on to uh, references of the Holy Spirit, because that's what we see in verse 2 as well. The Spirit of God hovered upon the waters. So, Judaism today doesn't necessarily believe in a Holy Spirit as we think of him as a person, mm-hmm. as a one of the three Godheads, mm-hmm. if you would, that's all one person, but still an individual. They think of it as the power of God moving in a way. So let me read this from here. This is from uh, a constable as well. He says, some scholars believe that references to the Holy Spirit of God in the Old Testament indicate the power of or influence of God, not the third person of the Trinity. Some conservative scholars believe that though the Spirit was really the third person of the Trinity, people living during the Old Testament period did not associate the Spirit with God himself. They thought the Spirit as a power or influence of God. However, there are several indications in the Old Testament that inform the Israelites uh, the identified the spirit as god so mm. we're going to look at those real quick right. uh psalm 104 30 it says you send forth your spirit and they are created you renew the face of the ground so that implies it's a person right you send forth your spirit mm-hmm. okay um then ezekiel 3 then the spirit lifted me up so it has to be a person yeah and I heard a great rumbling sound behind me. Blessed be the glory of the Lord in his place. Mm. And then we move to Isaiah 61. All wonderful chapter. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because This is what Jesus quoted. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. So it has to be a person to be upon him Mm -hmm. because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. And he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Mm. And in (laughs) Zechariah, or Zechariah 4, 6, then he answered and spake unto me, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might. Mm-hmm. Not by power, but by my spirit," saith the Lord of Hosts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is cool in the yeah. fact that there are some verses that kind of indicate that the writers, at least here, believed it was the person. All right, and then it says, and then there's another verse which I don't have on here uh, says, "Who is who is God and who is His Son?" Mm. If you can tell me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that indicates the Son, and then we read, you know, Isaiah 53. Yeah, we read all about them. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's so, the one that the Jews don't read, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, they they eliminated it. They <laughs> took it out of their mind. Don't know how that well, works. Uh, okay, he, didn't, he didn't really write that. No, <laughs> uh, that's it. You know. yeah.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, hard for me to buy. It really is. But, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, you know, like, as you said, they're blinded. And the the blinders will come off. And unfortunately, they got to go through three and a half horrendous years before that happens.
0: Yeah, uh, it's sad, but that's what is written. So yes, it essentially happened already. Yes. <clears throat> so Constable also talks about Moses pictured the spirit as a wind. And the word is the same in the Hebrew. R-U-A-C-H. Ruach. R-u-a-ch. Ruach. So the words are identical in the Hebrew moving over the unorganized creation. So here we have God the Holy Spirit brooding over the water so he's he 's like a chicken would like cover the water so he's he 's giving it his protection he's he 's in mm-hmm. there he 's mm-hmm. encouraging it along okay and that 's when he said let let light you know light he used light to do this mm-hmm. is basically what he's saying. he 's saying here he used light to do all this stuff so here comes father god's overseeing us. the light you know that's jesus so the light is into the world and the holy Spirit's hovering on we see the trinity right in the beginning right of, of everything there so that's that's pretty cool um and then he said god did his work of creating by means of his spirit so believers are to do the work by his spirit and that we see we already read Zachariah. um <laughs> ah, and then we got uh romans Oh, where did it go? I lost Romans 8. <laughs> okay, Ro- Romans 8 and uh, Ephesians 5 18. But basically, hitherto, all is static, lifeless, and mobile motion, which is the essential element change, originates with God's dynamic presence. Mm-hmm. So he wrote that That's okay. pretty, pretty powerful statement. And what yes. I'd like to do to wrap up Constable, it's really interesting. Because he has the same idea that I had, and this was, you know, a few years ago. So (laughs) Just a a
1: couple, yeah, just a couple. Mm -hmm.
0: So check this out. Thomas L. Constable, verse 2 seems to me, this is him speaking, seems to me to describe conditions that existed before God created the earth. Whereas verse 1 explains the creation of the universe, verse 2 pictures its pre-creation condition verse 3 explain the process of creation by which god formed that was what was formless and void and filled what was void mm-hmm. that what was formless and filled what was void okay verses 3 all the way to 31 explain the process of creation by which god formed what was formless and filled what was void that's what I've been saying the whole time. That's why how I read it in the Hebrew, while beginning to create the heavens and earth, he's laying out the synopsis here, mm-hmm. and everything was uh, formless and void, and then spirit brewed on the water. He said he used light. He said let there be light. And that's what formed all these things. Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying here, verse three. This is how he did what I just told you in verses one and two. And it makes perfect
1: sense to me. As a matter of fact, I, I agreed with every word you were saying. So I mean that. That is exactly what Genesis says, and you have gone even deeper in the study so far, and that's the reason I encourage people to listen every week, because you do go deeper than anything that they're going to hear in, in their church. And I'm not saying don't go to your church, don't listen to your ban- minister. I'm just saying join us here because David's going to fill in all the gaps for you.
0: That's basically yeah, what actually I'm saying. Give him, give him all the teachings. Tell him to right. use them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't invent it. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> i'm just telling you what it says
1: there you go there you go
0: and, and anybody all is anybody out there if you really want to you can go look this stuff up yourself i've just been doing it for so long that it's all like stuck in my head so
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah you, you do it for this long it'll be stuck in your head too i'm yeah. nothing really special so i want to wrap this up we got a couple minutes left and let's do some corroborating evidence in the book of jubilees okay okay Again, not in our official canon for the, the Western Church, but there are groups and people who believe that it should be part of Scripture. So we're just going to leave that there, and I'm going to read it. Okay. So Jubilees chapter 2, and it says, And the angel of the present spake to Moses according to the word of the Lord, saying, Write the complete history of the creation, how in six days the Lord God finished all his works, and all that he created, and kept the Sabbath on the seventh day and hallowed it for all ages. That's important for today. Mm-hmm. And appointed it as a sign for all his works. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to me. Yes. Because we see the seven in Daniel, and that's where we're going to get you know the 70th week. That's mm-hmm. Shavuot. Right. Okay. That's where we're going to see that. We're going to see the 7,000th year, the millennium. We call it. That is again for all ages and appointed, assigned for all his works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything that his works have to do with have a seven in them. The seven seals, the seven bowls, the seven trumpets. Everything.
1: It's a convenient. Shabuah.
0: Yeah. Focus on the seven. Perfection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's powerful that he says that here. And then for on the first day, this is verse two, for on the first day, he created the heavens, which are above and the earth and the waters and all the spirits which serve before him. Interesting. The first day he created all the angels: the angels of the presence, the angels of sanctification, the angels of the spirit of fire, and of the angels of the spirit of the winds, and the angels of the spirits of the clouds and of darkness and of snow and of hail and frost, and the angels of the voices and the angels of thunder, and of the lightning, and the angels of the spirit of cold and heat, and of winter and spring and autumn and summer, and all the spirits of his creatures which are in the heavens and on the earth. He created. The abyss and the darkness, eventide and night, and the light, dawn and day, which he had prepared in the knowledge of his heart mm-hmm. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just like okay. I, I know what's coming day. next. Is what he's saying. I know yeah. what's happening. I know where. I know yeah. where this is going. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that that is powerful. He created the whole time space continuum <laughs> right there on day one. Yeah, yeah. Jubilees lays it out. Like, yeah. we see, oh, he created the heavens and the earth. Well, Jubilees is a... Oh, yeah. by the way, this is what that means. Right. Okay? And you'll see that all through Jubilees. Every one of the stories... Oh, by the way, there were giants. Okay, Jubilees. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and Joseph, he was thrown in a pit. Okay. It's a whole story. It is the expanded version of Genesis, yeah. you really got to read Jubilees, and you'll well, be told. Totally let me ask surprised. you: Is there?
1: I, I've, I've got to ask this, and, and we're at the end here. But um, mm-hmm. is there anything in the Jubilees that people should say no? Just forget that, or the, is it
0: the some of the dates? Actually, the dates got kind of askew, but that's that's attributed to uh, translation errors in the way okay. they cause they used letters for for numbers back then. Okay, so some of the dates are off, but they at the end they come back together. So okay. that, that would be the only thing is, yeah. that, hey, be careful with the actual dates.
1: Okay, yeah, I just I want – just for those people out there that, you know, are bound to the uh, King James Version or the New King James Version that I read or, or whatever version that they read, I just want to make sure that, you know, it's not something where they yell, sacrilege, sacrilege, you know, something like that. So nah, yeah, just yeah. look at it as a history book. Okay, all right. Well, we are at the end of this edition, and this we do this every week. It's a weekly comprehensive Bible study uh, with uh, David Paxton. And, uh, David, real quick, before we get out of here, give them your website address where they can go and and see you and write you if necessary. TheHiddenDay.com. Easy.
0: TheHiddenDay.com.
1: That is easy. Okay, we will be back with our week in review. And that comes up, of course, uh, our end of the week show. Look forward to seeing you then. If we're still around and the rapture hadn't happened, if it has, yeah, well, watch the show. See you later. We're out.
0: Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, could potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to RealDealOnFentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council.